good evening, everyone. Here hey. in Houston, here anyway. It's still the heat's still up, but I think I saw last next week is supposed to be in the 80s for the high, and I'm sitting here thinking, "Thank you, Lord." <laughs> <laughs> We're no actually finally somewhat cool. Like we had to change the pool's sprayer because oh. the water was actually cold from the night. Well. My normal saying is sweat timber, but if it gets cool quick enough, we might have a decent October. Of course, that that usually means a lot of rain. <laughs> Quiet. Don't. 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 <laughs> don't jinx it. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, well, I normally call it Hot-tober, so it's <laughs> sweat timber and Hot-tober. Then everything Bad, gets hot mild down in November. I mean, we literally planted about 20 year trees this year. And with all the rain, all the trees have root rot. So we need to mm. replant all 20 again next year. Mm -mm -mm. Well, we'll just, be just doing don't, a... don't Don't say anything about weather at all. Just shh. <laughs> I can't help it. Not when it's unbreathable with the humidity. Oh, but we do want to welcome our guest here, Jamie Ramos, for 501st South Texas Squad Leader. How you doing? Howdy, sir. And one of the things that we would definitely like to talk about is how would people join the 501st Legion? Wait, shouldn't we talk about what it is first? Well, what? Oh, you go for that. I'll let you do that since uh, you brought that up. Okay. Well, I don't know what it is. That would be <laughs> Mr. Ramos down there. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can definitely talk about that. Yeah. So the 501st Legion is uh, essentially a costuming group that is a, a Star Wars costuming group. And it uh, prides itself on being uh, screen accurate uh, costumes. Uh, we work with uh, a lot of uh, charity organizations to raise money, Make-A-Wish, the Mayhew Foundation, different, different organizations um, across, um, uh, across the world, uh, essentially, or, you know, to raise money. The, the 501st Legion also is a worldwide organization uh, we have um, garrisons and squads all over the world. Uh, here in Texas, uh, we are Star Garrison, and uh, down in the Houston area, we're the South Texas Squad. Uh, we have seven squads in Texas, and um, you know we uh, we're all doing the same thing. You know, we we get contacted for uh, events, and we go out and we try to make people smile, and uh, you know try to raise a little money if we can. But, uh, well, the, you know, we, we, con, oh, I'm sorry. As I was say, my first conduct with the 501st was at Comic Con room and they were insane. I mean, they were like doing costume changes all through the weekend. I'd see like the same people I'm like, weren't you just, yeah, just a second ago, weren't you something else? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we have a lot of different, uh, different members that are, are approved in, in different, uh, costumes. And we can talk a little bit about that too. Um, you know, when I said we were screen accurate, basically the, the folks that are in the 501st, their costumes are approved uh, basically to the same level as what you see in the movies. And uh, you, you um, when you see them, uh, you know, they base it off images from the movies, uh, com you know, um, comic books, different anything Star Wars related, that there's a costume, there, there's a, a costume reference library that, that the 501st Legion has. And you can actually look that up if you go to the 501st Legion. Um, if you want to join, and that's all our, our members, when they want to, or prospective members, our, our, our recruits, when they're interested in joining, do your research. Get out there, start looking at all the different costumes of the ones that you think you might want to do. When I was... When I started getting into into it and I joined the 501st, I was strictly old school. I wanted to be a stormtrooper because that's what I remembered when I was a kid. And I thought that was just super cool. So my first costume was a, a stormtrooper from uh, A New Hope. Uh, I, after that, got a, uh, a snowtrooper from Empire Strikes Back. I'm old school. I like the old school costumes. But there are costumes from the new movies, costumes from... The Mandalorian costumes from all the different uh, aspects of Star Wars. Um, but yeah, uh, to become a member of the 501st, um, we have um, we have there's a couple of different ways 
that you can you can do that. Uh, a lot of folks approach us at, at Comic Con or at conventions or at, at events, and they ask, "How can I join?" Plain and simple. You know, we we have uh, armor parties amongst our members where uh, those are folks that are working on prospective costumes. And we ask recruits to come out. They come out and look at it and see the, the type of armor that, that our folks are working on. And it kind of gauges their interest. I went to a couple of armor parties before I ever joined, kind of learned about it. Mm-hmm. Then I started working on my costume. And then uh, once I finished it, took my pictures, got approved, and then uh, I started, you know, trooping, going to events and things like that. Got it. Now, what do you guys do with these events? Uh, it just sort of depends. Um, an event like a, at a at a Comic Con, uh, a lot of times we'll have a booth there where we'll have a table and and some folks sitting around, uh, interacting with folks, taking pictures. Um, but the events can be anything from the Astros game. We had uh, folks at the Astros game a few weeks back. We oh, also cool. have uh, troops uh, <laughs> events. We've had troops with uh, Weird Al, where I got to dance on stage with Weird Al and, you know, you know, perform, not perform, but sort of perform. Um, you know, that was super cool. Uh, we also have troops uh, at hospitals where we go and we visit, you know, some sick kids and uh, try to maybe ease, ease their, their discomfort by trying to make them smile or, you know, experience, you know, a little bit of Star Wars. So, gotcha. but, so uh, yeah, the this... events all depend. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I was just going to no. say the, gonna... the events range from different, different things. And, and you know, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt. That's okay. <laughs> um, so how did it start? Because everything uh, starts the somewhere. So region, how did this start? Yeah, it, it started uh, several years ago. Um, a couple of guys built some some stormtrooper costumes and uh i believe the the guy's name is alvin johnson and he he's out of uh, uh north carolina south carolina i believe north carolina well, one of the carolinas and he uh he started uh doing events and uh, it just sort of blew up and and blossomed into what it is now a worldwide organization with you know several thousand members so it's literally but, uh, worldwide. I mean, what other countries are you guys in? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, say that again? What other countries are you guys in? Oh, all over the world. China, Russia, Mexico, South America, Croatia. I mean, all over wow. the world. So it's definitely yeah. a big organization because it's like y'all are just South Texas or is it normally just yeah. Texas or is it South Texas? Well, so Texas, which is considered Star Garrison, is uh, is we have seven squads in our in our state, and um, you know we the South Texas squad is the Houston area primarily, but we we expand all the way out to Beaumont uh, and as far up as uh, College Station, and uh, up s- close to Victoria, and down on the Gulf Coast we have the Gulf Coast squad. Uh, up in San Antonio we have the Imperial Rough Rider squad. Up in the Austin area, we have the Central Texas squad. Uh, up in Dallas, we have the North Texas squad. Uh, towards the west, we have the West Texas squad. And we just uh, had a new squad that went live uh, last year uh, in El Paso, and they are the Desert Inferno squad. So uh, we're, we're massive, you know. Um, certain, certain areas don't have as many squads, but... Uh, the Star Garrison has uh, the most squads in the 501st. So we're one of the bigger ones. Um, but yeah, our, our membership down here in South Texas is probably in the 150. So we probably had a, wow. have 150 active members. So yeah, uh, they're, they're, we're, we always have folks that are available for events. And so, you know, we, we try to we try anytime we get a, a an event request, we make our best effort to get out to out to it and you know try to you know, bring some smiles and, and give some people to love Star Wars. Now I saw y'all at Comic Palooza, and y'all had the Imperial Imperial probe droid that was 
roaming around, which I thought was excellent make and almost an exact key I knew to the I replica. Meant, I'm sorry. I knew I remembered you. I was the one that interviewed you at Comic Palooza. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Right. Just yeah, connected right. yeah, the dot. Yeah, I know. Oh, Some days I don't always connect in there, but I just connect. I'm like going, why is his name familiar? And when you said that, now I got hi. Hi. Yeah, yeah. That that was a, a scratch build. We spent a lot of time in the garage. That was a and, scratch uh, build. We, uh, yeah, yeah. We built it. Um, so I have a a, a sideshow collectibles toy um, figure that's about this tall. That's about 12 inches tall. And um, we modeled it completely after that. Um, one of our members, Jesse DeLuna, who is notorious for building crazy things, tells me, I'm going to build a probe droid. I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so we, we started working on it. Um, and he spent a lot of time. But uh, he uh, he made that thing. And it, if, if you've seen it in person, it, you, you did a Kyle Palooza. That thing is incredible. So... We're actually going to take it up to North Texas next week for Fan Expo and drive it around up there and kind of let the folks up there take a look at it. But it's a uh, definite, it's a definite yeah, attention yeah. getter. I was, was like, I thought, yeah. like, oh, absolutely. Because I just got in there and I'm like, I need to interview them. Stop them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. I, I, you know, when I became the squad leader down here, I, I made a promise to the squad that we were going to try to uh, bring you know, an extension from our costumes because our costumes are a big part of what we do. Uh, I, I wanted us to try to uh, have unique and outstanding props. And if you walked around the booth at Comic Palooza, you saw the Hoth hallway, you saw the Imperial mm -hmm. Probe Droid, you saw the E-Web Cannon, you saw the Ewok uh, glider, the speeder bike. Uh, we had a, a droid museum with tons of... Uh, droids from all the movies. Um, we had the Mandalorian jail and we had our Saber Guild doing demonstrations. And, uh, you know, we had our, our, our Rebel Legion who had a, a backdrop as well. You know, we, we, we try to immerse ourselves in stars and bring, really bring it up, you know, in, in our props and our costumes and our attitude and everything that we do. Now y'all also do a lot for charity, if I recall, because we did talk a little bit at Comic Palooza. Is there any specific charity that y'all like to promote? Well, we we work with any charity that is willing to work with us. Um, uh, some of the big ones that we work with uh, are, are the, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, the Mayhew Foundation. Um, I mean, we've also worked with Ronald McDonald. We've worked with um, another one up in, in, in North Texas that we, we've worked with. But um, it, it just... I, any any charity organization that wants to raise a little money, you can work with them. And and let me give you a little little bit of uh, a little bit of information about that. So when we work with an organization to raise money, the 501st Legion does not touch any of that money. I, it doesn't go into my hands. It, we we have a donation uh, box there, and people are dropping money in there, or we have a a, a, a PayPal or something set up to make a wish that money goes directly to the charities organization. So it's not like I get the money and then I give it to them. We don't even touch it. That money goes straight to the charity. We just kind of work with them uh, to raise money for whatever the cause is at this you know, point in time. Um, my goal this year was to try to raise $10,000 with Make-A-Wish um, because that's the cost of a, a wish for one child. So I wanted yeah. to try to raise that much money. I think at Comic Palooza, we raised Twenty six hundred, I think, or twenty one hundred, something like that. Just over two thousand dollars. So, um, yeah, I mean, anytime we can, we, we're trying to raise money. So, that's, that's and where can they, things. if they want to go and donate to something like that, where would they go? Would they go to Five Hundred First Legion, like the Five Hundred First dot com, or would they go to a specific site for y'all's? It, it, it's more or it's more along the lines of uh, if we were at an event, we would have a QR code we could provide. Um, I think the easiest thing to if someone wanted to donate money to the 501st or at least to our organization, they could reach they could reach out to us on the South Texas squad um, of Star Garrison's Facebook page. We've got a, a chat there 
or a messenger board, they can you know, send us a message and then we can provide them with a QR code uh, to donate money. And that money would go straight to Make-A-Wish and, um, you know, go to the cause, essentially what we're trying to do. Gotcha. Now, are you guys going to be at any other Comic-Cons for the rest of the year? Because I know there's quite a bit out there, like specifically your group. Yeah, we... Yeah, we, we, we're working with uh, the folks out in Beaumont. There's a con in October out at Beaumont. We're going to try to go to that. I mentioned we were going to Fan Expo uh, next week. Um, I think as far as conventions go, I think that might be it for this year. But starting out next year, we've got Comic Palooza next year. And then we've got a celebration that's going to be out in Anaheim. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, definitely a lot of conventions. So. Once they start coming around, you know, we, we're real busy. Well, I know they canceled it this year, but I'm pretty sure they're going to try to do it 100% next year. What about Celebrity Fan Fest at San Antonio area? Is that one that y'all try to get to? or If if they, so if they I know that's hard invite being... the five first, it, it might be the folks out in San Antonio. They would reach out to their squad, and then those would be the ones that, that kind of make it out there. But, yeah, I know that um, – through some of our messenger boards, I did see that they were going to try to go out there. They had a big group that was going to go, ended up getting canceled, and uh, you know a lot of people stepped out. But, but yeah, we would definitely a few of us from here were going to go up there uh, last before they canceled it. Well, I have to say, definitely hoping to see you at Beaumont. I know I'm going to be at Beaumont. I'm pretty sure CJ's that way. I'll be at Beaumont. CJ's going to be at Beaumont. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're so gonna we'll we're definitely gonna catch you there. there. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We look forward to it. And uh, I'm trying to. My brain just went blank. <laughs> I have that occasional. But I know comic. We also saw y'all at Comic Conroe, and I know you weren't mm-hmm. there specifically, but a little bit of the. No, group we had a couple of. We, we, we had a few, a few of our members uh, that live on the north side that were up there, uh, that that went out there. Um, yeah, and they and they uh, they mentioned talking to you guys, and you know, yeah, they they got we got a great bunch of folks, and uh, they're very very dedicated. You know, we we rarely have an event where we don't have anybody show. I mean, we always have people committed to go into these events, and you know, it it makes me really proud to. Uh, to be a part of a group where we have so many dedicated folks, you know, and I, and I really enjoy that. And I really like that, uh, that they get out there and they, they bring the smiles and they, they go to all these events. So well, I know that they had these really cool cards that look like kind of like baseball cards or trading cards that had mm-hmm. their, their, yeah. with them. that's really cool because they're very good quality too. I have a couple of them downstairs. Oh yeah. Was, yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, a lot of our members when they get approved, um, they'll they'll get a picture done and then they'll they'll get those trading cards done. And we we actually run some of those through our garrison, um, and we give them to the kids and hand them out. And just you know, that's part of part of the uh, giving back. You know, we try to give back as much as we can. Now I know making some of those uniforms, like you said, you had made a stormtrooper uniform. That's really got to be hard to do with the. I mean, putting it all together and everything, that's got to be very time-consuming. It, it can be. Uh, we we have uh, several members in our group that have uh, made it their mission to to help out some of our members or our recruits to help them in their build. You know, when I when I started my build, it was me and another guy. And he, he helped me, kind of coached me through what I needed to do because you get a box full of plastic, you know, and and you got to cut it all out and make it look like, you know, a half an arm plate. And then you got the other half and then you glue them, you get to glue them together and then you got to make sure they fit. And then you got to strap it all up so that way it doesn't fall off of you. And I mean, it's. It could be ex- extensive, you know, and it can be overwhelming if you if you don't know what you're walking into. So, to anybody that's that's looking into joining, I would highly recommend uh, getting up on the forums. Um, each of our uh, costume group has a forum. So, like, if you were interested in becoming a stormtrooper, 
there is a a, a forum called the uh, First Imperial um, um, Stormtrooper Detachment, and that would give you all the information. Uh, Whitearmor.net, I believe, is what it's called. That would give you all the information, or at least a bunch of information, on the process of how to build your armor, how to get into it. You know that that if you're interested in becoming a snowtrooper, there's the Blizzard Force detachment. If you're mm-hmm. wanting to be a a biker scout, there's the Pathfinder detachment. If you want to be a Darth Vader, there's the Sith Lord detachment. There's all these different uh, subgroups within our organization that kind of help you. And guide you in that direction. So, well, I know this is kind of a tricky but yeah, question, I would, but like, how long does it normally take an average to build? I mean, not your first one, but if you've built one before, kind of how, what's the average it takes to build one of those Stormtrooper costumes? It all depends. It all depends on the individual because there are some really motivated individuals that can turn around and build really quickly. And then there's some that are not as motivated that drag their feet and it takes them a long time That's what I've, seen, like the I've seen some folks yeah i would say if, if um if you if you bought or if you were building a a stormtrooper costume i would say and you did it all on your own it's gonna probably take you more time than if you had it in a with a group of folks that could help you you know uh, size it and cut it and measure it and help you with, you know, some of these are attached with snaps. Some of them are attached with velcro. It depends on how you decide you really want to, to make your costume. Um, I would say if someone is building a stormtrooper costume, I would give them at least a month. Uh, that, I, I, that might be generous in, in certain people's mind. It might be too long in other person's mind, but I would say a month is something good, two months, you know, something mm-hmm. to kind of get started. Now, <laughs> another thing that people have taken into consideration is that sometimes the parts uh, aren't all together. You may have to source parts out from different places. So, for example, if uh, you may have all your armor, but you don't have your undersuit. So your undersuit may be you're getting it from somewhere else or your boots aren't in. So you don't have the boots, but you have your armor. So you can't technically be approved unless you have all the parts. So that can take, that can also uh, make a difference in the timing of uh, how long it takes you to do a build. Now, see, now, for me, I'd have to go simple. Are... I was going to well, say, okay, for me, so I'd have I'm to go simple. I would, do, I would do a Veers type outfit. <laughs> I, I would do a yeah, Jedi. Yeah. I mean, just toss on the clothes and it's done. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because... Um, there are levels of complexity with some of the costumes. Uh, we have Imperial officers, for example, which is not a helmeted costume. It might be the black, you know, tunic with a pants and boots. And those costumes are, of course, simpler uh, in in respect to you know something you're physically building. Now, one of the big things that people don't realize, and I, I I'm I did this, is that you don't realize what you're comfortable in until you've done it for eight hours at a troop and you realize, oh man, walking around in a stormtrooper costume is really uncomfortable. Again, you know, the, I, I also highly advise our, our troop, our, uh, our recruits to come out to an event and, and handle for us, become a handler. And when I mean become a handler, um, help our troopers get into their costumes kind of be a uh, uh, walk around with them, make sure they don't bump into kids because your, your, your vision's a little limited sometimes in your helmet. And the handler is basically someone that can get you in and out of somewhere safely and take care of you basically while you're at an event. Uh, because, and you can tell by, by the way Comic Palooza sometimes, sometimes you get mobbed. And when you're, you got a hundred people all around, it's not easy to necessarily walk away so a handler is there to kind of help you uh, go through that and, and make sure you get in and out safely. So I would think breathing would be an issue. That would probably be my biggest in one of those. Oh, there are definitely some, some costumes are hot. My snowtrooper costume is very, very hot. But, uh, we, can... you know, we a lot of us have fans set up underneath their helmets to kind of blow air and kind of cool us off a little bit. Uh, definitely. And it's like... 
like you said, Comic Palooza is so crowded. It's just oh yeah, it's hard to move around. And I know there's always somebody there as Darth Vader or as the troopers, mm -hmm. and it's extremely hard to move around. And of course, people are stopping them like every two to three feet. So it's I'm sure yeah it gets hot yeah, and I, the pictures it can and everything. Be, yeah. Yeah, it's so, it, it's definitely an experience that um, if you've never done it before, uh, I, I always lean on my my veteran troopers to go with our new guys and go, hey, talk to them, make them make sure they understand that this is what's going to happen. You know, um, the Astros game was crazy. We had so many people taking so many pictures, and uh, you know, we had folks that after a while they you can tell like their backs are starting to hurt and they're ready to kind of get out of costume because they've been in there for two hours non-stop taking pictures and you know it, it comes uh, it becomes a, at that point it almost becomes a, a a health issue and we have to take care of our folks so we we try to you know give them breaks when they need breaks and, and move them in and out and you know explain to the, to the folks that are there hey guys we'll be back in five minutes we need to take a break and kind of move people in and out which is always a good thing. Definitely want to take care of the people, especially in those outfits, because they, I mean, I saw them changing at Comic Conroe, and they would change from one outfit to the other, but you could tell after they changed the outfit, they are hot. It's like you could almost still see oh, the yeah. sweat even changing. Trevor wants to know what's the most photographed character. Oh, that's a good question. So, you know... I think, obviously, Darth Vader is a fan favorite. Everybody loves Darth <laughs> Vader. Anytime he comes into the building, everybody goes crazy. Uh, although, R2-D2 seems to get more love than any of the troopers. So it kind of goes in, in stages. Chewbacca's super, super recognizable. And people love Chewbacca. Um, uh, Boba Fett is huge. You know, playing stormtroopers are big. I mean, it, it's, it's really... It's really, uh, I'd have to say Darth Vader, though. Darth, Darth Vader seems to be a big fan Well, I'm not sure if they're with y'all. Do y'all actually host a Sith also? Like, say somebody wanted to be like Darth yeah. Maul? Or... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, We've we're Darth talking Maul, more of the... So... Yeah, so the fi... let, let, let's talk a little bit about um, the 501st Legion. The 501st Legion, we are the bad guys. So anything that you saw on the Empire side, that encompasses the 501st. Darth Vader, all the Sith, Stormtroopers, TIE Pilots, um, you know, Tiger Scouts, all the bad guys. Now, <laughs> on the opposite side, we have the Rebel Legion, which is all the Rebel Pilots, the Jedis, all those folks. So, so yeah. you do have the balance of both. We do, we do, and then we have our droid builders, and then we have our our saber guild group, which is a performance type of group where they're doing, uh, you know, lightsaber fights and things like that. So, well, Johnny yes. Steverson says he hopes to have you guys again at the Galveston Esports Summit. Yes, it was nice seeing them there. That was a fun event, I have to say. That was I miss it. I hope I can get next year. <laughs> But I, like I said, I do know y'all go to a lot of the events because I see y'all at a lot of the events, considering I go to most of them. Who makes the costumes? Is it the individuals or is it team effort? I think you went into a little bit of that. Yeah, the the the, the individual themselves, you know, makes the costume. Um, although we do have uh, armor parties with our group that uh, kind of allows people to kind of work together. So uh, I know uh, a couple years ago when we did our Comic Palooza, we had a big push uh, off Biker Scouts. So we had a uh, lot of people kind of rushing to get their Biker Scout done before Comic Palooza because we were going to debut our, our speeder bike. And so we had a lot of folks wanting to be Biker Scouts. And so, you know, we would have, um, we'd have uh, armor parties that were focused for Biker Scouts. And we do that now with, with some of our stormtroopers. We'll have, you know, a, an armor party focused for uh, stormtroopers, and or an armor party folks for armor party 
focused for our clone troopers. Clone troopers are, are getting to be very, real popular in our group. So it, it just sort of depends, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, the individual That's where you said that they can actually get help in creating the costume itself and the armor. Because mm -hmm. you said everything just yep. comes in plastic and you got to figure out how to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it comes in plastic and you got to figure out how to how to build it. Now, I know that some of our there are troopers that have gone into depth in their build and they'll document their build. So back to what I was saying about getting on the forums and doing your research, you can actually get on the forums and look at someone's build thread and kind of learn, OK, this is what I did for my helmet. You know, the helmet came in three pieces. I had to assemble it this way and, you know, paint it this way and, you know, make the lenses a certain way and all the information you know can be documented somewhere uh or, or can be referenced to somewhere and That's that should helpful. be y'all's that should be y'all's facebook group if i'm correct hopefully uh, i found the right I'd one have to double i'd have to double it's check a, it's called the south texas south, squad of star gears uh, star gears yes that is definitely it then yeah. So right. oh. if people want to go to the site and get a lot more information also and maybe become a part of it, because I do, like I said, I do know yeah, go to a lot of events. So I need to ask a question you can also going get... any further, because you've mentioned different areas of Texas, but I'm up here in East Texas and you don't reach up here. So okay. if somebody like me up here in East Texas wanted to join, how would we be able to join? So what, what part of East Texas? I'm Lufkin, but you know, there's anything east of or Lufkin. north of Lufkin. There's that nothing. might that might kind of fall under our North Texas squad because um, that's a little north. Um, we we kind of go up as far as College Station. Um, so that's still about an hour. Every hour squad. Hey, Amy, if you're watching, you can be part there of you go, Amy. And Amy has. <laughs> Amy has a lightsaber. So. Every squad has okay. So in our in our in our groups, every squad has uh, recruitment liaisons that can you can be put in touch with that can answer a lot of those questions on how do I become a member. Um, you know, down here in South Texas, uh, what we have done is we've established uh, what we call an armorer program where we have. Uh, individuals in our group that are expert builders for their costumes. So we put our, our stormtrooper expert, our snowtrooper expert, our biker scout experts, all in charge uh, in the recruitment process. So they, they have a list of uh, individuals that they're in contact with that are prospective members. And they're there to answer any questions to kind of guide them kind of help with that process so it makes it easier for them to, uh, to become a member so very cool um yeah i mean if uh if you are interested i can i can put you in contact with a recruitment person up in north texas and uh have them reach out to you gotcha like i said i was just kind of curious because you mentioned like all areas and i'm like going no nope, i actually never touched my area <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah well it's <laughs> texas is big so you know one of the dynamics yeah. which has has spawned part of what spawned the splits in some of these these squads is that it's such a big area that we have to cover you know uh, west texas you know spanned you know anywhere from amarillo all the way down to el paso that's a pretty far distance so uh it made more sense for them to logistically split and have two different squads to, to be able to cover all the areas you, you know you know we we cover a big area down here ourselves you know and sometimes we don't have enough folks to make it out to say Beaumont unless we make a consent an effort to really get groups out there so this year we're going to really try to make a push to try to get folks out of Beaumont for the for their con out there so that's cool. the yes this is this is their actual the, I believe this will be their third one they had one yeah I know we had a ago, couple folks they, go out there yeah and yeah, I know last I know, year we've been invited ahead. it's just yeah it, it's hard it, it's occasionally hard, difficult sometimes to get folks uh that live in katy to make you know a two-hour trek all the way out to beaumont or three-hour trek so it we try to make the best uh effort with folks in, in the different spots and try to get the people that are closest to that area to try to go and 
you know. So when but, you yeah, guys go, yeah. when you guys go to a Comic Con, are you guys like representing somebody? Is it, you know what I mean? When you guys go, go to different Comic Cons, like for example the Conroe one, are you guys raising money for something on that particular place, or is it, you know, what do you guys do with those? Is it just for so um, the, it exposure? depends. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we we do an event to raise money. Uh, for a certain charity and uh hang on a second i'm getting more lights in here <laughs> and then other darker. times sorry about that yeah no it's getting dark uh hang on just... <laughs> oh, no. oh no he adjusted himself out of here <laughs> well i'm sure he'll be back i mean so trevor, asked, back in. trevor did ask how COVID affects the events um I'm thinking the stormtroopers don't need to worry about it because technically they're masked. This is true. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is true. Let me see. R2D2 that, would go. be masked. Um, Darth Vader's masked. <laughs> oh. oh, no mic. He can't be connected without the mic. Uh. What happened? Well, hopefully he can hear us. It says device is not connected. So he may have lost a connection or something. He might have bumped it or something while he was moving around. That's true. But let's see if he'll come back on in a minute. I can't invite, bring him in or remove that one. He'll probably come back. But definitely ask that again. And again, we did post their Facebook page. Unfortunately, well, I can copy that and put it on there. Mm -hmm. While we're doing that, I'm really tired of Facebook groups not allowing us to talk through StreamYard. That is a pain. There we go. Is he back? Hey, He's I'm back. sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I, I hit my I hit something and then I went out and then I came back and then it I had an issue with the camera. Anyway, I'm sorry. So oh. Trevor did ask a question while you were away. He wants okay. to know how COVID affected the events. And I kind of jokingly, but seriously somewhat uh, that yes. stormtroopers have masks or, you know. Actually, that's a good, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> COVID has, has, it's, a, it's affected us in a way that we didn't really expect. It really slowed down things. Um, we've had issues where we just haven't been invited to certain events where they were canceled that we normally have over the years. Um, but what we're seeing now a lot is, um, you know, masks, right? Folks have to have masks or they have to have, you know, hand sanitizer with them. And, you know, we try to keep, you know, distance between our folks. Um, and and we, we've, we've been pretty open with that. We've had opportunities to, to come out, even though, um, you know, COVID's been pretty rampant. Um, but I, what I do, and, and I give my squad the option, you know, I said, hey, guys, take care of your family first. If you are not comfortable going out to an event, don't go out to the event. If you are comfortable and you're vaccinated, yeah, sure, go, go out to an event, you know. Um, there, isn't, there isn't anything that's particularly written down that says you have to do this or you don't have to do that. But it, it has affected us in a way that we didn't, you know, we hadn't seen in the past. But, well, I was going to say, I think, because I know you wanted to get the 10000 for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Is it, I mean, I'm sure the COVID the pandemic from the year before moving into this year, I'm sure that had a lot of it not being able to reach that top goal if you didn't reach it oh. yet. Oh, yeah. No, I, are absolutely. You, are you going to try to do the same goal for next year for, for the Make-A-Wish? Yeah, or? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the... Um, you know, even Comic Palooza, which if you were there, it was busy, but it wasn't as busy as it was when we had a you know three days Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm -hmm. and it was just super, super crazy for three days. Um, you know, and and I think that's straight up COVID that's that's put us in that position. Yeah, I think uh, that yeah. and people not working properly until and just really starting to get back to work. I think that had a lot to. Yeah. do with it as well because i am a vendor at these places also so i do see the this i guess the side effect from it you would call mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's so, it's so i do have a question so when we met the crew <laughs> at comic conroe it was a family so is mm -hmm. there like an age limit or none this at all 
Uh, okay, so there is an age limit. Uh, if you want to be a member of the 501st, you have to be 18 years or above. Um, we do have a, a group or a club that's called the Galactic Academy, which is um, basically anybody under the age of 18. And uh, to become a member of the Galactic Academy, all you have to have is a Star Wars costume. It can be a Halloween costume, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the Galactic Academy isn't necessarily um, recognized like the 501st. It's kind of like an unofficial group. Um, but um, we do give them the option to attend events depending on the event requester's needs. And if they don't mind having kids, then they come. There are other there are other groups or other uh, events that we attend that they're a little more picky. They want to have a more official Star Wars feel. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like for example, like the Astros, the Astros are uh, are when they request us for an event, they technically get permission from LFL Disney to have us at their event, and they give us permission to to be there. Um, an LFL event like that uh, is not, uh, the Galactic Academy is not permitted at that type of an event. And that's well, strictly because they're trying to be more along the brand. I that, guess that, that would be. Come, I was going to say, that does come up with another question is. Is the Lucasfilm. Yeah. How does Disney does give affect? you guys any grief? They can. They can. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if um, for example, if you go to a, an event and you take a picture, say in front of a walmart sign or something like that Mm. technically you could be uh, advertising for walmart through their intellectual property and so we're technically not allowed to do that and uh what i tell my troopers is hey make sure you don't take any pictures where you're inadvertently advertising for something now granted the astros they ask for permission and that's kind of like kind of lets us get around that or if someone's wearing a t-shirt or something you can't necessarily help somebody wearing a t-shirt that you're taking a picture with but uh as far as advertising and things like that we're not technically supposed to be advertising our presence as hey come meet darth vader or hey come meet a stormtrooper it's more like come meet the 501st legion which is a star wars costuming group if you if you kind of get what i'm saying yes definitely because i can see the big issues with all that. And oh, that's I funny. Think- but I'll give you, I'll tell you that the 501st Legion, uh, while it is considered an intellectual property of Lucasfilm, the 501st Legion is allowed to make appearances in movies and, and TV shows. Uh, if you saw The Mandalorian and you saw the scene where Moff Gideon has all those stormtroopers run up, those were 501st members from no way. Garrison. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Yeah, so, and, and what that will encompass is a casted event. So we'll get an invitation to say, hey, we need five stormtroopers to, you know, do this event. And if you've seen us like, at, at, we've done like, you know, an event at, say, Target, that's a, a, a casted event. And technically, in those types of situations, it's it's like you're getting paid to, to be there in costume. So, mm. but yeah, yeah, we've had folks in movies and, and things like that, too. So That is very cool. But back to your question, yeah. So we, we do have some folks that kind of troop as a family. And, the, you know, that that's a 501st Legion slash Galactic Academy type of, um situation and and that's you know that that's uh you know some of the some of our folks so i just think that's really cool because you know you get to do it as a family it's something that Mm -hmm. you can enjoy and they get raised up and when they reach their 18 and they can get their real costume and move forward or their official membership Mm -hmm. yes absolutely Uh, so let's see We've talked so you've got Palooza, the bad Comic guys. Kano, so you do have Beaumont. good guys, though. You have the Rebel Fighters. Do you also have Jedi in there, like actual? Yeah. Jedi? So the Re- the Rebel Legion, which is another group outside of the Five Hundred First, they they and they kind of do the same thing where their costumes get approved and they have their 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 group and they get invited and stuff like that. 
the Rebel Legion are they're the good guys. So if you're interested in becoming <laughs> Have you guys a... ever done a Comic Con where it's the Empire versus a Rebel oh, Legion? Yeah. <laughs> I oh, think yeah, that would time. be fun. All the time, yeah. We definitely always play around and, and, and have fun because a lot of our members are dual members, which they're members of 501st and they're members of the Rebel Legion. So, yeah, we, oh, wow. we do that kind of stuff all the time. That would, that would give me a headache. I wouldn't know which side <laughs> I was on. <laughs> I, I'd have to force choke myself. <laughs> Very cool. And, uh, and like I said, we mentioned Comic Palooza, Comic Conroe. Uh, well, this weekend Beaumont. is going to be Eastern Rim. Do you, well, I was going to say, do you do any of those smaller conventions? We would if we got invited. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we 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 might not necessarily be invited because they don't know about us or, you know, that it may not be a, a type of an event where we're needed. But if, if folks are interested in inviting us, you can go to 501stLegion.com or StarGarrison.com, and we have links there to um, – to request us for an event. Mm -hmm. So, oh wow. So Trevor wants to know where you're going to be next. We've got a couple of events coming up here. I oh. think there's a a walk like mad event, and I know that there's and I, I don't have it up in front of me, so I can't tell you all the exact spots. But uh, what I'll do is I'll get uh, I'll get a post on our um, on our public Facebook page that'll say where we're going to be next. So we'll put some, uh, some events that will be coming up in the next few weeks. So that'll give folks uh, an opportunity to see what, where, where we'll be and where, where we'll be showing up. Well, Johnny Steverson says y'all are great, a great addition to any event. Definitely. Awesome. So go ahead, Greg. <laughs> I was going to ask now I put the 501st website on there. And that was just 501st. So is there a different website to get a hold of y'all? Or do they go through that website and go to the South Texas? The the 501st Legion uh, requests us for an event. When they fill out um, that link and they put all the information, hey, I have an event. It's going to be on this day in this city or whatever. It kind of filters down to us. So um you can reach us through 501stLegion.com or through StarGarrison.com. Both of those links will get down to us, and uh, it'll filter down to our event coordinators, which um, they will be responsible for communicating to the event requesters, talking to them about, um, you know, the event, uh, changing rooms, uh, what, you know, how long do we need to be there, things like that, and then we'll convey that information to our troopers so they'll know you know, where it'll be, what time to be there, and things like that. Let's see if I can get this copied from your site here and definitely put that up so people will know. Because I do know there are a lot of smaller conventions that would probably love to have y'all on there. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can pull up some of ours too and I'll, I can tell you. Uh, I did put the Star Garrison on there and paste it there. I didn't even think about it. I could turn on my computer and. Oh, look, okay, well, you're talking, light. Talking, Yeah, now, now you can actually see me. There we go. Right. That's the one y'all had on your Facebook page. Yeah, com. So is there a Facebook page where if somebody just wants to kind of follow y'all but not necessarily join y'all, is there one of those? And is there yes. like then a private group for the ones that are part of you guys? Yeah, we, we have um, we have internal private uh Facebook pages for our group. So we'll do some internal communications there, but we also have a public page that we allow uh, our public to follow and uh, give us, you know, they can kind of see, um, you know, where we've been and what we've been doing and things like that. Yeah. Are you so, only on Facebook or are you on Instagram? Twitter? We're on Instagram too. Yeah. If you want to follow us on Instagram, uh, you can, you can, um, we are South Texas is the Instagram name. So you can see us there. Okay. So I am going to pull this up and give you guys a quick rundown of where we'll be. There we go. Uh, all right. Okay. So. Uh, Almost like me, me going through my stream yard saying, Hey, who's next? Who's next? All right. Who's so next? on September 18th, we actually have two events that day. Uh, we're going to be, 
Uh, one of them is going to be the Autism Speaks uh, 8K, 5K in Sugarland. We're also doing a Make-A-Wish shopping spree for an individual um, at one of the malls. On September 19th, we're going to be out in Katy for the BLJC, uh, the K's. I guess that's a another private event. Um, on September 25th, we're going to be uh, tailgate for the troops. Uh, let me look at Very that cool. one. Yeah, that one is going to be the pavilion at Cowboy City, Texas in uh, Humble. It's a fundraiser. Oh, right around the corner. I live just north of Kingwood, so that's right around the corner for me. Oh, nice. Uh, looks like on October 16th, we have a Halloween in the Park in Houston. Uh, on January 29th, 2022, we're going to be at BrazCon, which is going to be out here in Manville. Uh, oh, nice. October 16th, we have the Autism Walks in Houston. Uh, on September 25th, we have the Walk Like Mad in Jersey Village. Uh, September 25th, uh, War Zone, Houston, and that's going to be at Sam Houston Race Park. Um, yeah, we, we've got a, a whole bunch of events, and these events are constantly coming in. So we may have, um, you know, something right now, but something may come up in the next couple of days. So, you know, but what I'll do is I'll, I'll get our, our, I'll get a post out on our, on our public page. Um and that way you can kind of see some of the stuff that we're going to be at. Another troop that just came up was going to be the Houston Arcade Expo on November 12th. Mm -hmm. And that should, uh, that's always kind of fun. We got a lot of people out at that. I recall but, seeing that one just pop up the other, I think a week ago, I just saw it on my list popping up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Devin Ostland says, be careful and watch out for the rebel scum. <laughs> we always do. We always do. No, but but, but in, in in reality though, we're all friends. You know, we 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 a lot of those folks are, are dual members, they're 501st and Rebel Legion, and they pick and choose their costumes. This week they're a stormtrooper, next week they're a rebel pilot, you know, and it's all about having fun and and you know getting out there and, and bringing smiles. Now you did say I mean, should they, if they do want to become a member, should they go out and look through some, maybe some comic books for some of the actual characters? That way they can get an idea for how they dress before they actually join or think about joining. I'll tell you what, uh, what I would suggest is if someone is looking to become a member, I would suggest that they go to 501stlegion.com and the uh, the page is www.501st.com, uh, 501st Legion Raiders Fist. Uh, when you go there, um, you'll see a a link that says costuming. In that link, there's a there's a there's a couple links there that say costume reference library and costume detachments. That kind of goes back to what I was telling you about the Sith Lord detachment, the Blizzard Force detachment, for mm -hmm. snowtroopers, the First Imperial. That will give uh, someone who's looking to join, hey, these are my choices of costumes that I can build. So if you go to the, the costume reference library, when it pops up, it, it'll say browse alphabetical list of all currently approved 501st costume. So when you click on that link, it'll have Bounty Hunter, which is one group, Clone Troopers, you know, which is another group, Imperial Gunners, which is one group. Imperial officers, shore troopers, ADAT drivers, TIE pilots, Royal Guard, all the different costumes that are, I mean, there's 29 right here in just this one link. And within those links, wow. within those links, there might be 10 or 12 other subgroups within there. All different types of costumes that they can, uh, can join. So again, if you want to, if you want to be Cad Bane for the bounty hunters detachment, you can go in there and look at that costume or if you want to be Bosk or if you want to be Boba Fett. So there's three Boba Fetts. There's Return of the Jedi Boba Fett, Return of the Jedi Special Edition, and Return or Boba Fett Empire Strikes Back. So there's three different Boba Fetts that you can be. All Din, Din Dinjarin from The Mandalorian. There's two different ones that you can be for that. Devin Again, has know, a good question up here. Devin, that's where, that's where I think you said you should go, 501st.com. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that would be 
to find out about the costuming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, and if you go there, it, it'll give you information about where we have detachment or where we have squads and garrisons all over the world. It gives you uh, bits of information of who's who's um, who the command staff is for different areas, uh, what you know, who the members are, things like that. Um, well, if I, but yeah, that's, if I rec if I recall, Devin's up there in the Virginia area, so he is definitely East Coast. So he would have to go through that page to find out for sure. Yeah, because he said, "What's a good source to start in the costuming?" Which you just went over, and then the other one goes, "I mean." To find the costume and gear up you don't just gear up and show up you actually have to be a part of your group to do it yeah so once you become approved um so when when, a, when an event request comes out it can go one of two ways they can be asking specifically for hey i want to have two stormtroopers or i want to have a darth vader and a stormtrooper or i want to have any member of any costume so you might be approved as a Boba Fett, you know, and they may be asking specifically for a Boba Fett, or they may be only asking for, so like Weird Al, for example, when Weird Al comes into town, he usually asks for a Darth Vader and then eight stormtroopers, four on each side. That's usually what he asks for. Now, if we don't have eight stormtroopers available, then the next thing he'll ask for is matching. So he'll ask for, say, two TIE pilots, one on each side, or two Royal Guards. or, And in that way, he kind of works with he, what he can get. But our stormtroopers are usually lining up to, to do that event because I, I get a chance to go on stage with Weird Al. It's pretty pretty big deal for some other folks. So, so how do you figure yeah. out which Darth Vader goes? I mean, is, is there like a we checklist try, of people and kind of circle through it? or We try to we try to be fair. So if, a, if one of our Darth Vaders has not trooped a, a Weird Al, we kind of give uh, our newest member the opportunity to do that. Now, sometimes um, they are busy or they can or they have a work commitment or something. So that goes to the next person. So that's kind of how we decide. Okay. Now, one of the last questions I do want to ask because I know our time's coming to an end here but um i think like trying not to really compare the two but with star trek like they have officers and promotions mm -hmm. like that do y'all yeah. do the same with officers like do y'all give them ranks as they go through and maybe build themselves up or like a certain well, number of service years of service and what we we have here in South Texas, what we've tried to do is establish a um, a trooping um, recognition uh, deal where uh, for so many troops, you get a, a pin that you can put on your shirt or your jacket. So if you do 10 troops, you get a pin. If you do 20 troops, you get a different color pin. If you do 30 troops, you get a different color pin and, and so on and so forth. Um, now, some of the detachments do the same thing uh, with uh, coins, we, we're big on challenge coins. Uh, I'll show you one of these. <laughs> so, like, this is one of our challenge coins. Really hard to see. Oh, I see. Oh, that's but, cool. But uh, yeah, and this this is a actually a challenge coin from Australia. But we oh, we have cool. um, we one of our groups will give uh, recognition, and they'll give you a coin after so many troops. So your first twenty troops, you get a copper coin. Your your next 20 troops, you get a silver coin. Next, so many troops, you get a, hundred, a gold coin. And I know our, our the JRS attachment, the TIE pilots, they do something similar too. Each group does something a little bit different. But yeah, there, there are certain kind of recognition type, type of things. Well, I definitely want to thank you for being on our show. And well, thank you for having me. We, I really we, had fun. We learned a lot. And I, if anybody has any questions, you can definitely go to their Facebook page which i did post you can also go through their website which again yeah. posted and we will definitely keep in contact and like i said we'll be at beaumont so if we see some of the people there we'll definitely talk to them also and like johnny said love seeing y'all at esports and love seeing y'all at comic conroe and love seeing y'all at comic palooza and i think that was about one of the first events before well no magcon happened but like I said, it was all right at the end of the pandemic and everything got moved to basically June and July before everything really started back up. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I'm so thankful you gave me the opportunity to come out here and talk to you guys. And anytime you want want to do that, just let me know and, and we'll set some time aside. And, you know, and, and I had fun. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming on today. Uh, and thank, thank you, you for, for interviewing on. with me in Comic Palooza. That was fun. <laughs> Absolutely. It was fun for me, too. Slight misconnection to them, like going, oh, duh. That's why. <laughs> um, now, that's for those okay. watching and listening, we do have Eastern Rim this weekend. So Greg and I will both be there. We'll be doing interviews there. And then El Ariachi will be at Fright Fest this weekend. I, so I don't know. He's hurting from his COVID shot that oh, he just he got. Oh, he may not so be we'll... Right. I don't so know. Hopefully, if it he'll were, be Amy, there. Amy would push through and she would be there because it's Fright Fest. Yeah. <laughs> so she, he may or may not be there, but we will definitely be at Eastern Rim. We'll be doing live interviews throughout the weekend. So stay tuned for those throughout on Saturday and Sunday. And then on Tuesday, we're going to have Brett Mitchell from Tyler Comic Con at our 1110 show Tuesday morning. And we will catch you all on Tuesday morning. Oh, no, this and, weekend. Well, our live show will be Tuesday morning. They'll catch us over the weekend doing little bits and pieces. <laughs> so I'm not going to promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> but we will definitely see you all on Tuesday. Have a good Adio, one. everyone. Bye.